Hi, everybody. This is Chuck Sipe, Assistant Superintendent from Roxbury Schools, here with a wide variety of guests today to talk about our aviation program at Roxbury High School. So before we go too far into our conversation, we're going to do our introductions in two groups. We're going to start with some of our teachers and administrators who work on overseeing our aviation program. We're going to talk a little bit about the nuts and bolts of the program, the sequence, what it offers, and then we're going to invite some of our students to introduce themselves And then they're going to talk to you a little bit about their experience, as well as ways that the program continues to grow and some of the things that they have personally achieved while they've been a part of the aviation program. So let's start there. Let's start with introductions. All right. I'm Mike Gottfried. I am an aviation teacher. This is my third year in the program, and I'm currently working on my pilot's license, which is pretty cool. And then in addition, I teach geophysical science and physics. Uh, my name is Chris Blau. I'm a Aviation One teacher as well uh, with with Mike. Uh, I also teach geophysical science and physics here at Roxborough High School. Um, I got into the aviation program really with my uh, weather background, um, so so all of this is really interesting to me. Hello, everybody. My name is Matthew Mon. I am the supervisor of science and engineering, and I uh, help facilitate the uh, overview of the aviation program we have here at Roxbury. All right, so let's go back in history a little bit. Um, the This program was really born out of a desire to implement more innovative programming here at our high school. Uh, our district was beginning to align our course offerings at the high school more to a wide variety of student interests. Certainly, programs existed that allowed our students to engage in um, really rigorous course programming through a variety of AP courses. We added AP Capstone a couple years ago. Uh, but we continued to seek ways that we could expand to include personal interests of students. Uh, we had heard through the grapevine there was a, a neighboring school, Morris Hills Regional School District, who was beginning to offer the aviation sequence uh, through an AOPA partnership. That's the Airline Owners and Pilots Association. And what that organization figured out uh, was that they are going to very short, in very, very soon. Uh, be in bad need of employees and workers, and namely pilots, particularly in the commercial sector. And so what they decided to do was develop a curriculum and offer it free to high schools in a partnership with them. So um, I went with a few of my colleagues out to Denver to an AOPA conference in 2019, got the lowdown, and really thought it was an, an interesting program. Immediately thought of Mr. Blau and Dr. Godfrey as potential instructors, as they kind of talked about with their science instructional background. They really fit the model that was being implemented in other schools around the country. And we kind of gave it a shot. We decided we wanted to do it. And so the first most critical aspect was getting some exposure to piloting and aviation. So we uh, we engaged Dr. Gottfried, Mr. Blau, myself, and a bunch of others engaged in our Part 107 training while uh, we were out of our school building due to COVID, which was definitely an interesting experience. Um, It gave us an opportunity to be the students in virtual space for some of the first time. And uh, I got to say that 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 course was not an easy one. Uh, But I'm happy to say that the three of us, along with many others, have uh, achieved our Part 107 license and our certified drone pilots, which you're going to hear a little bit more about as a part of what we offer our students. So that's a little bit of the background. Here we are now in year three of offering our aviation program. So let's get into that. What has it looked like? So getting off the ground, no pun intended, um, was was a little bit easier than anticipated because AOPA really offered the curriculum and we were able to develop some great partnerships right out of the gate with support from school districts like Morris Hills Regional. So once we started to get the program going, 
I'm going to pass it to Dr. Gottfried, Mr. Blau. How do we get going? Tell us a little bit about the program, the sequence, what we offer students. Let's uh, let's just really kind of get right into class instruction. Sure. So as Dr. Seip mentioned, uh, this is our third year in the program. We have about 50 students, which is awesome. Each year we've seen growth across all of those years. And so within our third year, this year we're running Aviation 1, 2, and 3. In the future, we're looking to um, mix up a little bit as we further support our students to be able to get their pilot's license or drone pilot's license. And so that's really the end goal from this program is to provide that background. But another big piece of it is helping students realize that there are a ton of aviation careers out there beyond just being a pilot. And I think that's something people don't consider that you can work in air traffic control, you can be in maintenance, you can even be the chef that prepares the food that goes on a plane every day. And so there's a lot of different nuances that we want to bring light to for our students that want a career in aviation, but don't necessarily want to be involved in the actual flying side of things. And so that's a lot of what our course is set up around. And we're fortunate enough to have purchased a bunch of different drones that we take students outside when it's nice. So usually early fall. And then as the weather gets nicer in the spring, we'll take people outside and fly drones. And we do different skill building with that. Um, We've started taking pictures for the district and for other schools. Um, We have really cool flight simulators where students actually get to immerse themselves in those experiences and actually learn how the cockpit works, how to fly. And that's something that I've seen really pans out. And so we have a couple students that you'll hear from that are already working on their pilot's license. And when you compare their experience to mine, um, I think they're getting through it a lot faster because of that time on the simulators, because they're really getting to learn the, the cockpit, learn how a plane operates, whereas I did all my learning in the plane at $250 an hour, and that adds up pretty quickly. So those simulators really do make a huge difference. And I think for me, just uh, getting into the program, this is my first year teaching, um, myself and Mike have really started to evolve the curriculum. Um, It's really ever-changing, quite honestly. Uh, We're really trying to piece together all of the awesome technology that we have and the support we have from the district with our drones and with our um, simulators that we have to kind of package that together in a way that's going to be most beneficial to our students. So I just want to, um, oftentimes, one of the things I think this podcast is a great vehicle for is ensuring that our community really knows all of the um, legwork that goes in behind the scenes. So I'm going to pass it to Mr. Mon in a second to talk about the department as itself. But um, Mr. Blau just really talked about some of the support the district has provided. And I'm going to say there is financial support because some of the machines and opportunities that our students are afforded does come with a price tag, of course, the simulators and the drones. But they have the desire to really support students in their learning in this space. Um, It is certainly an atypical learning experience. It is not something that is seen in lots of high schools. So while that support is needed and certainly the materials help enhance what we can offer, the desire of these two guys to really push this forward program alongside, um, pardon me, to push this program forward alongside with uh, their supervisor, Mr. Moen, who's going to talk here in a second, really is what helped evolve this to the point where you're going to hear from students about the amazing things they have now done because of that. So, Mr. Mon, tell us a little bit more about how this program fits into the science department and some of the things that you guys have achieved together. Yeah, so um, one of the coolest things about this program, you know, aside from the evolving curriculum, is just the activities we expose our students to. Uh, you know, and as Dr. Godfrey touched earlier, it's not all about being a pilot. Um, there's so many different avenues in aviation that students can graduate high school with and pursue um, uh, later on in life. And we've really taken the steps necessary to involve guest speakers to come and speak to these students 
on a monthly basis um, from all different walks of life in the aviation field. We've gone on numerous field trips um, already this year, and we have some really exciting field trips uh, uh, coming up this year um, before the school year ends. Um, we recently last week got back from uh, an amazing field trip that Tyler was on. Um, we did a two-part field trip down the Newark. We went to the FAA uh, Aviation Tower, um, where we got to really experience live action where they're calling in planes, they're letting planes leave, helicopters are flying over, and our students got to just hop in the control center and, and watch all this take place and ask questions and observe it um, from, the, uh, from the aviation control tower. And then after that, we went all on over to the United Maintenance Hangar and got a two and a half tour of just what goes into the other side of aviation besides flying, um, working as an aircraft mechanic, uh, the scheduling of planes. Um, so it was really eye-opening. Uh, Tyler was there with us. Uh, Tyler, what'd you think about that trip? It was a very cool trip. Just being able to ask the questions to the tower, um, being that I'm training myself, um, we often see the side of the pilot and I don't get to see the side of air traffic control that much. So it was a really cool opportunity to see. Yeah, so I, I thought the same thing. Um, in the future, we have a little teaser for our, our, our in-house aviation field trip in May. Um, we're doing once again a half uh, day field trip or the first half. Um, we're doing a live uh, career panel with the FAA um, institution down in Atlantic City. We're going to have lunch. And then for the uh, afternoon, we have the state police landing a helicopter on Roxbury's Field. We're going to have students go out and interact with them and get, you know, an inside glimpse on being an aviator for the police. So uh, we have a lot to look forward to and we've experienced a lot this year. Um, as Dr. Seip touched upon, you know, the aviation curriculum really uh, meshes well with the whole Roxbury High School uh, in general. Um, we're currently working with our SDF uh, teacher, um, Frank Kakaval, to construct a drone obstacle course, which we hope to implement uh, towards the tail end of this year, but definitely in the beginning of next year, where students are able to compete against neighboring high schools uh, in a drone obstacle course. So, um, you know, we just try and touch on everything we can, Dr. Sipe, and uh, explore all avenues in this program. Yeah, so we have a lot of really cool things going on, and, and each day, each week, seems like we have a new initiative, something to really grow and expand our program. We're working with a lot of the nearby schools and doing kind of mini workshops and roundtables with them to talk about how can we support each other, what new ideas can we bring in, what's something that Morris Hills and Knowles is doing that Roxbury can do, or what's something that's cool that Roxbury is doing that no one else has considered. And so um, having that partnership is allowing us to grow and expand that program. But we have a lot of students as well that are giving a lot of time both in class and out of class to make that difference. And so I just want to introduce the three of them and let them talk more about their experience in the program and what they're doing in the world of aviation. So we have Luke, who's a senior, Tyler, who's a junior, and Yuri, who's a sophomore, all here to represent our program. And so we'll start with Luke. All right. Hello, my name is Luke Scaraggi. I'm a senior here at Roxbury High School. I am currently in my private pilot training at Century Air in Caldwell, New Jersey. Hi, everyone. I'm Tyler Benedetto. I am a junior at the high school. I'm currently um, a private pilot. I got my license on February 1st of this year, and I trained out of Morristown. Hello, everyone. My name is Yuri Hritsai. I'm Aviation Club Vice President, and uh, through the high school's program, I'm working on my license as well, and I'm currently a sophomore. So I'll just talk about um, how I got my license really quick. So I took the first two years of the program, um, the aviation program at the high school, um, the second year of the program, I applied for AOPA's high school scholarship, which I was fortunate, fortunate enough to get. Um, so that gave me $10,000 to start training, which was huge for me. 
Um, so that was kind of the last piece I needed to start training. So I started training Memorial Day of last year, um, trained throughout the summer and the beginning of this school year, and again, passed my check ride on February 1st. I also got my Part 107 this month, the drone license, so I can start flying commercially as well, drones-wise. And I am the Aviation Club president, which Yuri will talk about in a second. I'll jump in here for a second. This is Luke Scaraggi again. I got into flying since before I can remember. Um, ever since I was a little kid, I've always been fascinated by airplanes. And when I saw that uh, they were going to be offering a aviation course at Roxbury High School, I jumped at the chance because I always knew that was something I wanted to get into. I always loved it, and I really thought that it was going to be an amazing opportunity, and it has been an amazing opportunity. Um, being at in the first... Uh, class of aviation really has given me so many unique opportunities that I never would have gotten anywhere else. Um, from seeing uh, state police helicopters land on my own high school soccer field to um, taking field trips to large international airports like Newark. Um, I was lucky enough that I was a sophomore when the class first launched, so I'm currently uh, finishing up my third year of the course, which is again perfect for me because of where I'm at in my current um, flight training. It's really a good way to cement and back up um, what I've been learning on my own. And it's also, as I said, as Mr. Godfrey said before, it's a great way for students to uh, see the other opportunities that are in aviation because there's not just a pilot shortage, there's going to be a shortage of um, everybody in the aviation industry, really. They're going to need controllers, they're going to need uh, mechanics, dispatchers everything. So it's not just a pilot shortage. It's going to be a shortage of pretty much everything in the aviation industry. And implementing this class has really uh, helped us to open a lot of students' eyes to those opportunities because they are great opportunities. One of the things I just want to jump in there, and Luke touched on it, which is probably the most profound development as it relates to this program. For me personally, as I, as I look at the development of our curriculum and our students' and teachers' achievements in this area, is as I stated in the beginning, one of the things we're trying to do as a school district is expand our programming to really reach the personalized interests of our students and to expand their opportunities as they move into um, their young adult lives. And so what's really awesome for me to hear is Luke talk about his personal passion related to uh, flying. He told me before we got on the air here that this is something that runs in his family, his father's pilot, and that's really exciting for me to hear. Because while he probably would have pursued that anyway as a career or as a personal interest, the fact that as a school we can help support providing time during the school day and an opportunity to explore that learning as a part of his high school program is really exciting for me. You know, on top of offering a very traditional high school menu, I think that's a really cool experience, Luke. And I really appreciate you sharing that, that with us. You have anything else you want to share in that in that uh, in that way with personal family connections with flying? Uh, yeah, sure. I actually, um, as you said, my father is a professional pilot, and that obviously that gene got passed down to me. I um, just a couple days ago committed to Embry-Riddle Aeronautical University in Daytona Beach, Florida, so I will be furthering my professional and academic career in uh, a very nice place. Congratulations. Thank you. So... Um, this is Yuri again. Like I said earlier, I am a sophomore and I'm the Aviation Club Vice President. This is my second year of aviation as a class. And on like I just wanted to touch on that a bit more, you know. It, it's everything I wish it would. It, I wish it was, I wish it would be, and it's more than that. 
you know, everything from sim time, you know, borrowing flight gear and all the drones. And it's really given me like a plan for the future. Um, through the school, I've gotten, you know, the sporties course, which I'm currently working on that. I wanted to apply to the AOPA scholarship uh, this year, but sadly I couldn't because of an issue with my passport. But I'm going to try and do that next year. And, you know, this, um, like I said, me and Tyler, we kind of started this aviation club that, you know, I think me and Tyler enjoy. I think um, everyone that's participating enjoys. And it's really something that, like, we try to tailor to those involved, those who can't necessarily take the course, those who don't have time in their schedule, like their school schedule to take the course. And also for, say, seniors who it's too late for them to, you know, take the course, go through all four years, all three years, correction. And, um, you know, it's, it's something that really expands uh, the program and allows for those who don't necessarily want a career in aviation, but something that, you know, that they really enjoy. So can, uh, can you guys speak to us about, so you've talked a little bit about your personal experiences. Let's talk about how, if we have a student in our school district who's listening to this or a family and they're like, wow, I really want my son or daughter or my child to be a part of that. What could they do to get involved? Let's imagine they're either going to enter the high school or in the high school, right? You may have young kids that really want to get into it, and hopefully this problem, this program will really be robust by then. But a youngster in our high school or about to enter our high school, how could they get involved? Definitely. So I could touch upon that. So when you're coming into the high school, we offer the aviation class, um, which kind of touches upon getting you ready to either be a drone pilot or a private pilot, or if you want to be an aircraft mechanic, like they said before, any of those aviation fields. Um, you can join the class, but maybe your schedule's full. You want to try other things in your high school career. We also have the Aviation Club, which you already touched upon before. So our thought there is between the club and the class, anyone in the high school can get involved with aviation, even if it doesn't fit in their schedule. So if, if I can't fit aviation in my schedule, maybe I've always had an interest in aviation, because um, I always have had an interest, but never really a desire to be a pilot. Can I just join the Aviation Club just to have fun and kind of get some ideas on the world of aviation just to you know, get some exposure? Definitely, so every other Wednesday, um, we have a club meeting and we do different things. Right now we're um, building a model RC plane, um, which we're hopefully gonna fly with this nice weather that we're having now. Um, we have a Google Classroom, which is available, the code's available on the district website, I believe, to get involved with that. Or you could just come talk to one of us. Um, we all love what we're doing um, and we definitely be able to help you out with that. And another thing I'd just like to add that, you know, like Tyler said, we, we love this we love this program and we're willing to help. And another big thing is that you don't need to be in the class to join the club. And it's very, you know, it, it's, again, it's two different things trying to accomplish the same mission. And through the uh, club, we're trying to get more people involved, those who can't necessarily commit to the class. And it's something that, you know... Anyone can do, and like I said, you do, you do not have to be in the class to partake in the club. And I'm just going to jump on and add in to, uh, there as well. You also don't have to have a career aspiration of being a pilot, right? So absolutely, one of the things that's absolutely. important as a high school student that we, I would say sometimes as, a, as an industry of education, lose sight of with everything being so future-oriented, right? Where are you going? What are you going to do with your life? Like, let's be realistic here. Not every teenager knows what they want to do with their life, right? I know some grownups are probably still figuring that out. So it is also okay and totally cool if you're just looking for a fun elective, right? Like, hey, I just want to see what the simulators are like. I Or what happens a lot with courses, I really like Mr. Blau. I really like Dr. Gottfried. I just want to take one of their electives. Um, it's totally okay to get involved that way as well. So, you know, don't think that just because you didn't start at the beginning 
or you're not um, necessarily interested in being a pilot, that this is something that would not be for you. It's I think it's really exciting. I loved becoming uh, a, a licensed drone pilot. I thought it was really neat. And the truth is, took me way out of my comfort zone. Like I'm looking at Dr. Godfrey and Mr. Blah because we did this course together and I haven't experienced that cluelessness in class in a long time. And doing all of the um, all the map reading and the weather charts and stuff, it was like a foreign language for me. So that was a really cool experience. And so that's something I'll add in as far as the class and the program. Um, students have to be willing to put in the time. I mean, it is a really cool class. It is fun. We do a lot of awesome stuff. But for those who are considering getting involved, I would say that um, you still have to do the work. Learning to fly is not easy. So I just want to throw out that there is a realism side to you have to be willing to put in that time because it's not easy. I mean, like Dr. Sype said, I'm also being challenged in ways that I never have. Having earned my doctorate and going for my pilot's license, this is one of the most challenging things that I've done. And so um, while it's really cool, it is something that you have to put in time and effort for, which I'll definitely give kudos to our students who are here that have already put in that time because it's not an easy process to balance that on top of all the other things that are going on, work, extracurriculars, academics. And so it certainly is a big accomplishment. And we have two other students who are working on their pilot's license as well. Dom Bartlett, who's a senior, senior, and Matt Maloon, who's a junior. And both of them have flown solo already, as have the two that you heard from with Tyler and Luke. Um, and so that's a big accomplishment for them and something that uh, hopefully they'll finish in the next year or so. Nice. All right. So before I open it up for last thoughts from anyone here, I just want to throw out there one of the things that will help education evolve to the next level is recognizing that um, not only different schools and different departments are not siloed like they once were in education. We're all in this together. And uh, I would hope that any educator would want any youngster to have an opportunity to succeed. And so perhaps you're not from our school community and you're listening to this because aviation was an interest to you. We are more than happy to connect with other schools. We're happy to talk to you about how we developed our program. Uh, one of the most common questions is where'd you find the money? So um, between the teachers and their development of the curriculum, uh, the supervisor and finding it, how do you work it into the schedule, right? We have teachers, science department is not easy to find extra space in the schedule. Where do you find the money to supplement and support a program like this? Um, what, what, what have you struggled with? What have you succeeded at? What innovative things have you done to make the program your own? Um, so if you're listening and you're thinking, we'd really like to get something off the ground, reach out. You know, we're happy to help. We're happy to share. Um, education is one of these things that we all kind of need to be in together as opposed to individual districts and towns kind of competing against one another, right? We're all in this for children, uh, whether they're ours or yours. So if you have questions, let us know um, how we can help you. All right. So as we're approaching the end, I'm just going to throw it out there. Any last thoughts uh, from everyone around the table? I really appreciate you participating here and sharing these ideas, sharing your experiences with this program. And more importantly, on behalf of the district and our community, I really support everything. I really appreciate everything all of you have done to make this exciting opportunity a reality for our school. I do think that this is something that's here to stay, which is really, really exciting for me as not only an employee, but also as a community member. All right, last thoughts. So, I mean, I, I have actually a couple of things that I want to mention. One thing that, you know, uh, Dr. Sype just mentioned was that, you know, we're all in this together and not even at just the high school level. I know Tyler and I, um, we have been looking into, as well as Mr. Gottfried, and I bet a bunch of other people in this program, we have been looking into things that, you know, programs that um, airlines are providing. I know we had uh, representatives from uh, United Aviate program, so that's their pilot training program. We had people from American come and kind of talk to us about, like, the different programs that we had. I mean, just over the weekend, 
I was in a hotel and I spoke with a pilot that I just met in the lobby and um, he flew for Southwest and he was talking about that they have their own program too. So it is something that, you know, if you're interested in, you, you should get into it because, you know, you shouldn't have this mentality of, oh, there's probably, you know, it's probably too hard for me. Like it's probably too difficult. I mean, and because we're, we are willing to accept you and not just, you know, rock spirit, but you go to anyone related to in aviation and they'll be willing to accept you. And another thing, I mean, with the program, like I've, I have flown before, although I, you know, I don't necessarily have all the money in the world to, you know, fly consistently. This program has helped a lot with, you know, providing me like flight gear, you know, I've borrowed an iPad, I've borrowed a headset, you know, uh, you know, flying the drones outside. It's just, you know, if money's an issue for you, getting into a program like this will help a lot because we are able to provide so many things for so many people. All right, thanks, Yuri. Other last thoughts? Good. I'm just going to jump in on top of that one and uh, just talking about the money aspect and colleges and things like that. We were able to go to Warren Community College, and their their program is absolutely fantastic. And we went as a group of educators that – a couple other people were talking about before, a bunch of different schools in the state are starting to implement this program and just seeing what they have available in terms of uh, just autonomous flight and, and drones that are either um, either in the air or in the water uh, was, was awesome. So, again, just piggybacking off of the money situation in colleges, there are programs out there to get going, and their program is fantastic. I can't wait to go back and see those – things again um and for us to be able to share it with our students and give them another pathway is just another uh great thing about this program and so as we wrap up and kind of reflect on all the great things that we've done i just want to give a thank you to mr monner supervisor mr miller our building principal dr sype dr Radelik, the board of ed this program is extremely supported by everyone and it's really nice to have that kind of freedom and flexibility to grow and say, hey, we want to do this, and to have the response be absolutely, what can we do to support you? And that's what helps a program become so successful. So thank you. It is absolutely our pleasure to support everyone that's a part of this program. And so um, maybe we'll see you up there in the friendly skies. Thanks for listening.